Hello and welcome back to the Home and Away Days podcast once again and thankfully we are joined by not only myself but our co-host James. Thank God you are back because that last episode was painful. I'm back. Do not panic. I feel like some of you would have been quaking in your boots thinking what has happened to him? Have he died? Nope, I'm here. I just couldn't bother going to Portsmouth on a Tuesday night. Like, I just have to put, like, a PSA out and just wholeheartedly apologise because you don't know how hard it is to talk about it on your own and keep up a level of energy. That doesn't make you sound like you're being held hostage. So if you don't know what I'm talking about, we have done three episodes previous talking about our trips to, let me try and get this right, Forest Green, Accrington Stanley, Cambridge United, Portsmouth, and Shrewsbury, boom, that's how you do it, professionalism, it professionalism James. but he didn't do it in the right order. So it's the only yeah, thing. and do I care? No, not at all. So if you haven't listened to any of those episodes previously, please do give them a listen, and if you, of course, are one of the fans of those teams, you can always email in, there is a link on the podcast description, let us know what you think, and you know, going forward, I will look to read any of those out, but as, as uh, so far, the email is dry, <laughs> so <laughs> that's not good. Um, but today, uh, we're cracking on with episode four. Now, me and James were just discussing, there's probably about four more episodes of the uh, pre, pre-season, if you like, and then we're going to start kicking off with the brand new pre-season and then finally the new season. It's going to be exciting, isn't it, James? Oh, I'm, I'm buzzing for it. You know, it's oh, is it two weeks away, it's two weeks away. Yeah, two weeks away. Yeah, I think the first game's 8th of July. So Baba Ridgeway, bring it on. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, we got lucky with pre-season. It's mostly uh, in the local area and then obviously the two games at home. So that works quite well for us. But um, yeah, we'll, we'll crack on. So what I, uh, what we're going to talk about, <laughs> of course, is as away games. Now, the four teams we're going to be talking about today are Lincoln City, Barnsley, Derby County and Charlton Athletic. Four, four very different games from my memory, four exciting games uh and and you're gonna hear some exciting things who are you most excited to talk about james which uh which game was your favorite um you know it's we look at all four of them you've got to think to yourself which team did i really enjoy getting a humbling victory against <laughs> yeah. hmm. what are you about there was there was two wins in there two wins a draw and a loss and yeah well and there's also a brilliant free kick in there as well but uh, it's got to be... Ooh, spoiler. Uh, there's that spoiler. Is that a hint? That was just me suddenly using my memory. But I think Barnsley. <laughs> Barnsley's going to be the best one on that. Of course it is. As if there was any uh, any, any competition. And remember, this is Barnsley game one. So that, that that's how oh, yeah, is... Barnsley game two was not enjoyable. <laughs> this but, is not uh, Barnsley we'll, game We'll two. get started then. Uh, so we're going to be starting to look at Lincoln City. So, Lincoln City, let's start off with what's most important, dear and true to your heart, James, and that is parking. Uh, as it, <laughs> that makes you sound so is, boring. That makes you sound so posh. Oh, I love parking. Yeah, I, I can't go anywhere unless there's good parking. No, that's that's the first conversation we had. Um, but with Lincoln, we, we must admit it was it, it was a, a patch job, really, wasn't it? I mean... I believe this this is a game where you looked on the Lincoln website and it said there was paid parking, and then that there was a kerfuffle when we got there, if uh, if I remember correctly. Yeah, we turned up and we were like, "No, nah, you can't park here." 
I was like, but it's on the website, you couldn't do. Oh, no, it's, uh, it's home fans only or prepaid or whatever, which is complete rubbish. But luckily, the stadium was right next to an estate. Like, literally on an estate. So we just put the car up. As yeah, you and, and obviously, thank you very much to that uh, that worker for being so insightful with, uh, quite literally, about five words in total. He said, no, you can't park here. Uh, so that then, was it. That was uh, it. And then no. <laughs> Just, so he he was the star of the show really for the day. Um, but yeah, it was right close by. I mean, obviously, the, if we can, we try and avoid paying display on um, out an external company. If it if it's the stadiums itself, you kind of like it's 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 probably worth it in it. It's the security yeah. aspect, and uh, at least you know where you're going. But, uh, you know, we, we got past that, luckily. And uh, one thing I will say, and one thing I'm very happy to talk about, is the staff. Uh, now, we arrived there, obviously, most of these grounds we've never been to before. And you're not knowing, that, that you know, the first thing they don't have a sign for is like, away fans, please walk this way. So we're starting to walk around the entire stadium. It's a cold, cold night in Lincoln. And uh, we get quite lucky and find an amazing staff member uh, we just asked a simple question like, oh, do, do you know where the away stand is? He just walked us around the stadium. Literally <laughs> he just took us on a little trip. The whole way around the stadium. Probably took us the wrong way because it was through every single bit of equipment you could have. Yeah, he took us through the, the home fan zone and that was a bit concerning at first. But, you know, it was a lovely little walk and he was talking to us, asking about the game. And I, I don't think there's a, a staff member that sticks out more from the entire season than then just him. this guy being so helpful. He was, you know, in, a, in our time of need, you know, it's Christmas time, Christmas spirit, you know, New Year was only a day away, it was a Friday night, supposed to be a Saturday, the robbing bastards, but it was a Friday night, and he just helped us out. Yeah, well, it, got, it was moved because the um the Derby home game, wasn't it? Yeah. So he threw everything off, and like I say, he stuck there on a Friday night, but he, it, like I say, he, he was so helpful, and, and he, you know, took us to the away end, um... I, I can't. You can't really ask more from from a staff member there, really. I mean, like I say, some of the looks you get as an away fan, as I, as I talked about in the previous episode, going to, to Portsmouth, they were fantastic as well. But you know, no doubt there are sometimes. I mean, Forest Green was exciting. Just a little sort of uh, you know backtrack. They made me take off my hat to check there was nothing underneath. I'm bald. Yeah, I'm smuggling under my hat. Not just bald. There's there's no hair there. So it's no. There's nothing. It's, some, it, it, it's just silly, but. Like I say, I, I can't thank them enough. Um, then we, we managed to get some food because it was absolutely Baltic. We needed some hot food. What did you have, James? Uh, did I have a hot dog? Is this how far? Oh, you can't it? remember. I can't remember. See, if it weren't for me, you'd be in the shit. You I would. Be, I yes, you had a hot dog. I had a hot dog. So it, 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 must have, it, must, it must have been great if you remember well, I'm a hot dog connoisseur. I don't go and get these burgers. <laughs> it's only on rare occasions that a burger. But I thought and was... you, you must have noticed as well oh, no, at I Portsmouth. I did a tribute to you and got a hot dog. Well, I remember the hot dog. So it was a proper Frankfurt based on a proper bun. There was some sort of like German theme on these little buildings outside and the little vans that were there. Yeah, it was little burger vans. So it was. Well, I, 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 yeah. I mean, I got burger. just got a burger. In it. I can't really tell you if it was German, but it was. It was all right. Did he start speaking German afterwards? Is that just a an, a side effect? <laughs> Well, yeah, I mean, there was no German players on the on the field. <laughs> it would have been a great time to announce a new German centre back, wouldn't it? Oh, it would have been brilliant. But yeah, the, the food I have no complaints over that I can remember. It was um, went down a treat. I mean, yeah, the, the only thing I'd say is it wasn't anything spectacular. But then again, 
you know, I think it was the, the time of year. I think we'd stopped for food maybe as well before we'd set off because awkward something. time was a Friday night and you're setting off at like three o'clock in the afternoon. Do you know what it you was? always just kind of... We had stopped for food because you picked up that bloody Okocha shirt from the club store, I did. You? No, yeah, it was Juve. It was a Juve shirt. Was yeah, we went to that KFC, I think, didn't we? That's cool. So that that tainted results, we'll call it. We sat in part of the link camp to cover up, cover me count with a jacket because you bought this flipping... <laughs> Juice shirt. Well, it like, didn't get broken into, so what are you moaning at? Imagine um, taken the car and left the juice. Uh, yeah, yeah. Ever so what? slightly lent up <laughs> against the pavement. Uh, yeah, um, <laughs> but like I said, with, with the food, I, I'd say it was it was it was good, but you know nothing speciality. And I mean, I, I suppose that's what you expect from uh, you know eating from a burger yeah. burger van. But that, that's fine. We'll move on to the atmosphere. Uh, I'll let you start, James. Who would you say won that battle, the home side or the away fans? I think it was an even draw in the first half. Because they took the lead, um, they were obviously excited for it. And we've been looking at the games that before this, we hadn't won an away game, or convincingly. So when you go 1-0 down, it was like, this ain't going to go well. Then we scored in the second half, Owen Toyle, and it was scenes. And after that, I think we uh, we we were better in the second half. So I say it was even. Yeah, and I mean, what what we've got to remember as well is uh, early in the second half they did go go down to ten men, but oh, did, yeah. um, that that kind of helped geals up a bit. But what what the real kicker was is at that point Lincoln hadn't lost a game at home all season, so these home fans had this feeling. As soon as they went one 0 up, it was kind of like. Oh, we, they've got this, and and we're just kind of being taken for a ride. But you know, we we did quite well. We we hung in there as Bolton fans do, uh, doing the hard work. And like I say, we get that equaliser, and it sort of shifts a bit. But I must admit, sort of, you know, credit to um, the uh, home fans. They they were still trying to be involved. But like I said, the momentum of the game late in that second half, it was just pure pressure. Yeah. So it's easy for the away fans to to stay loud and. Silence the home fans. Um, one thing I did want to talk about was after the game, uh, which really soured the note for me, was the home fans abusing the away players. I think it was mainly Kyle Dempsey uh, who got a lot of the brunt. I'm not sure if Dapo Afalayan did as well, um, because obviously at, at that time, I think Dapo did something naughty um, that wasn't quite caught. And he got a rep- retrospective ban. Um, but yeah, Kyle Dempsey and him were just getting abused by this like small huddle of home fans, and the stewards were just like leaving them to it. And uh, don't get me wrong, you know, in in stadiums, it's all right having you know a few verbals with players, but because of the way the the stand was, there was like this gap between the seats and the uh, the pitch, so they were just getting right on the advertising boards. And it, it's just, I think at that point, it's too much. You know, it's too personal. If if they're in the stands, I'll let them off because it's you know it's more distance and it's harder to have an effect. But getting right up in the faces, it was just uncalled for. But from my memory, was watching Ian Edder having a barmy with an old geezer. <laughs> over over nothing was it? Jack Hydell there. Are you well? sure that was at the football or the pub? It might have been both. Yeah. I just, I just remember them having a go at each other, and obviously, was quite upset by it. Or not like crying like he's on the floor, but he was pretty angry mm. about it. Obviously, this old guy had something that just rattled his cage. Yeah, and obviously, you know, we we won't ever know what it was, but I can certainly say, you know, if if we could go the rest of uh, our games without seeing anything like that, 
it would definitely be worth it. And then, you know, to top it all off, as we're leaving the stadium, you've then got the police closing off access to the car. So we had to walk a completely long way around just to get to the, the vehicle. And you could see a lot of the away support was left in the same boat. I mean, you know, you've been blessed with this estate to partner and all this availability. And then the police tell you, no, sorry, you can't access this. And I'm, I'm not sure for what reason, but that, that was their decision. Guys, it's, it happened, but we did get the car back. We got home safe we survived. Don't worry. And if you're worrying out there, we did make it home in one well, piece. Well, I'd be a bit worried if they did worry because how, well, we've been recording these from the grave. Uh, that's for all we know. They could be doing <laughs> it, it was my last dying wish that I left these notes to, to our, you know, our time traveling selves. But uh, that that was the the experience done and dusted. Um, I'll let you know the ticket cost was twenty four pounds, which to me was a bit surprising considering uh, the you know the other teams that have costed twenty four pounds. So um, you know Shrewsbury were cheaper, Cambridge were twenty four pounds, and Portsmouth was as well. So two southern teams. Costing the same as um, you know Lincoln, who are more northern. I imagine is it like north, north eastern, or just purely east? I'm where surely the, I'd like to say, I think they're just Lincolnshire. I don't think they have a northern in the middle. <laughs> they're they're, just, the northern, they're just wherever they want to be. But it, it was a bit upsetting, let's say. Um, so uh, let's ask you: Would you go again, James? Well, this is the fun part. We're going again. We are going to go again this season, and it's the same flipping time. It's literally one day or two days earlier. Well, I think this time it's Boxing Day, yeah, isn't it? Bowling, bowling, that's when it's like Boxing Day, so it's pretty much the same yeah. time again. <laughs> so, yes. yeah, I mean, in in all fairness, yeah, I think I'd be the same. I'd go again. Um, obviously, I'd, I'd just hope this time there isn't any trouble and. Hopefully, this time they're not on such a run as they were, and we can try and get an easier game in. Let's hope. Let's bring up this hope. <laughs> but I think, yeah, that's that's uh, Lincoln. You've been uh, done and dusted. We'll see you at Boxing Day. Here's Hulk. Do not scratch your eyes. Okay, and next up we have Barnsley. Now, this is the first of two trips to Barnsley. This was early January, I think January the 2nd, so nice, lovely weather we had. Um, I'll let you start us off, James. What do you think of the facilities? For the first time being to Barnsley and being to the stadium, I was I was impressed because I think we kind of got accustomed to going to these stadiums and thinking we're quite lucky at Bolton and saying that we've got. But you got to Barnsley and you think, yeah, do you know what? It's a club that you can see as being in that sort of um, not Premier League, but the Championship League one scene. Mm. It's got pedigree. It's obviously a bit older because of the history, but it was quite good. It was quite nice to be there. Obviously, we were there on a Monday afternoon, Monday night, whatever it was, and it was you would never have known because it had that nice feel to it. Um, even when we sort of arrived, you were like, okay, this is actually quite a big stadium. It's quite nice to see because it's like 24,000. Is it a bit bigger than 24,000? Yeah, it was um, a decent size one, I think, as well. If I remember correctly, it was our first kind of official stadium, which you could kind of look at and go, "Well, th- this has been like you know championship standard at some point, yeah. and you know a- above." But um, I will add when we eventually got there because we accidentally ended up near the town centre and had to <laughs> uh, reverse into our back alley because it was uh, on the coach. Um, <laughs> but it was, it was that... quite a funny little conversation because we're all there going, "The signs there, mate." You just driven 
around the roundabout and the sign was there for stadium and you just ignore the sign and driven straight into Barnsley Town Centre. Yeah. With every other coach as well. Not just one coach, every other coach. We was watching them do it one by one because as usual they're in like the little convoy. But uh, yeah, so, so before we even got to the stadium, we've had that mess. And then, uh, like, I, I think I agree, you know, when we get there, it was nice stand. The one thing did shock me was they closed like the first 10 or 15 rows um, now I think they claim it's uh, to do with safety, but it is really off, like off-putting at times. When one thing we've kind of done quite a few times this season, I'd say quite enjoyed, is getting quite close to uh, the front of the pitch. You know, just so you can be right near it, the action when it goes in, so the players can hear you, and it's just a better overall experience. But for, from this experience, like we we got quite near the front of the fans, uh, what the fans had available, but it was about fifteen rows back. Yeah. It's- I was surprised. Hang on, we we had what was it? it was three and a half thousand, weren't it? And it was our biggest turnout of the season in terms of away support. And it was you could you couldn't be close to your own players. It was like okay, we're, we're all the way back, but I think the noise made up for it, definitely. And um, before we get on to the noise, let's just quickly check in with the food and drink. Now oh, uh, yes. you'll be all surprised to know what did James have to eat? Hot dog. He had a hot dog. You can't and... go wrong with a good hot dog. <laughs> well, well, we'll find out. Did it go wrong with a hot dog? Yes. It was one of those rollover, what everybody called them, in your little yellow packaging. And it cost, was it a fiver? Was it more than a fiver? It was a, I, was like I think six, it was about quid. a fiver. I was like, it just didn't, it didn't, didn't hit the spot on a Monday afternoon. I'm not lying to you. I wanted well, a bit then, more a hot, then you can go wrong with a hot dog. You've just you've just proven yourself wrong. You can't go wrong, but apart from Barnsley. <laughs> and then just to really complete the football experience, I had a pucker pie, and <laughs> let me just say it was just it was just a pucker pie. <laughs> you can't re- I can't really describe to you what it is. If you've had one, you know it's just standard football food, isn't it's it? Standard it was, pucker there's pie. There's nothing knockout about it. It was just what it what it wanted to be, hot food. It's a proper northern delicacy. So they had that <laughs> bit, right? They knew, they knew their stuff. Yeah, and, you know, we'll, we'll just kind of leave it at that. I I can't squeeze out anything more than that. Um, <laughs> but we'll, we'll get on to the atmosphere. Now, I I thought, obviously, uh, you know, it's a no-brainer. We, we outdid them purely because of the result and how the game went. You know, they were down 1-0 and to 10 men within the first 10 minutes. And any club who could combat that, it, you'd have to, you know, just, you know, clap off and, and say fair play. But obviously, we win the game 3 0. They're not going to have a sniff. I don't think no. there was many chances after the first goal went in for them. So it, it would have been a miracle if the home fans would have outdone us. I mean, in terms of when we went, we sort of assumed that they had quite a big following. And we were shocked when it was like, hang on, we were told that Barnsley. Didn't sell out. No, we're not like Bolton don't sell out. We know for a fact, but they'd usually have a good attendance. And it's mm. a Monday night. It's still the Christmas holidays, and it wasn't really that full. I think there was ten thousand home fans, if, if if that. And they were on a good run of form as well. So then, then they go one 0 down, two 0 down at half time, and then we score an away goal in the second in the second half. It's it's quite a good place to be. Yeah, I think it's worth saying it was it was a bank holiday Monday as well because of how uh, sort of uh, New Year's Day fell uh, fell. So you know there was no real excuse for why people weren't there. It's not like it was the fourth or fifth on like a midweek game. Um, you know, people could have been there, and yeah, it just kind of felt a bit low. What what I didn't get as well, 
was the clo- partial closure of the stand next to us. Um, and it, it happened the same at the playoff game. There was just a section that they just remain that remains closed. And then what made me laugh is for the playoff game, which we'll talk about in a future episode, they claimed it was sold out. So I'm not sure how, how that all works, um, but it, it did certainly make life harder for them because, you know, their closest uh, loud section was again opposite side of the pitch, the game, how it went. There was they stood no real chance, especially after going, you know, one nil down, ten men, two nil down, and then finally three nil down. It was just an overall domination from the away fans, really, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. A, it was just we as the away fans, we did pretty well. I think we we outsung them. Times where even there's a little bit of quiet, you didn't really hear them. But that tends to happen when you ten down to ten men and losing at home. Is you're not going to suddenly be overjoyed and it's cold as well. <laughs> yeah well if anything we can give them a pass i suppose because you know yeah. realistically they got the last laugh which they will uh, know about and soon everyone else will hear about um we'll talk about the price uh 24 pounds for an adult ticket now i'm not really mad at that because of the standard of stadium you get um you know compared to the others that cost 24 pounds i think this probably had like triple the attendance of some of them maybe quadruple so uh, you've got to really respect £24 as yeah, a fair price, I'd say. Yeah, I think, you know, when we look at some days, like Aki was it like 25 quid for Accrington. Yeah. That's the, I, I get how some clubs work, etc. Et they know they can pull you in, but £24 or £23 is quite a good uh, Yeah, cop, especially like when, when I, because I try not to compare to Accrington because of the circumstances around the game being, you know, your closest rivals at the time. But when you compare it to, like, Cambridge, I, I think it's a very fair price from, from Barnsley because, realistically, they could have probably charged us, you know, twenty uh, high 20s, maybe £30, and yeah. still got a decent away attendance. Yeah, and it's like, you'll find out in another episode, you know, we you know, their nearest rivals, they charge a bit more. <laughs> but they can do that, and we know for a fact that they're also charging their home fans a bit more. But that's not for us to. Oh wait, to sorry, into. it got even better. It wasn't twenty four pounds; it was twenty three. I read the wrong pounds. price, so it was a well, quid cheaper. A quid cheaper than Accrington Stanley and Cambridge Lincoln. There you go. If that doesn't uh, answer the next question, would you go again? It definitely does now because I we did, and I would again. Oh, spoiler alert! We are going again. <laughs> you can't see keep saying spoiler alert because you'll have to say it for every single ground. I know, but it's spoiler alert. It's no, we'll save it. We'll save it. The uh, the, the fun for the episode. Yeah, and, and and like I say, we will talk about the playoff Barnsley game in another episode, uh, which obviously has its own discussion. But um, we'll we'll call. Uh, I forgot the name. Then we'll call Barnsley done for now. Miller. Lovely cushion header. And then next up, we're moving on to Derby County. Now, just to really set the tone for this day, I was absolutely full of whether you want to call it a cold, possibly COVID. I was a broken man. And you had the joy of driving me around. So, you know, congratulations. I was your show I was your show for again for the third we we got the coach Barnsley normally. For the another home, never away game, the chauffeur doing his best. 
to get you there in one piece. And I must admit, the amount of cough syrup and lemsips I had. And I think I didn't have any heating at that time as well, so I was really <laughs> off to a good start. <laughs> and the car just, the aroma was there of lemon lemsips. Oh, it was beautiful. And, and you know, think of it some like really, really weird medicine, like not like sweets that you were eating or whatever, which were disgusting and smelled like, like liver and cat vomit, wherever they were. I can't well, it got me through the day, so you can't really moan. Um, I can't. We'll start with our trip there. It was nice and easy. We found uh, parking relatively close by. It was quite a weird place to um, to park around because it's like the stadium itself is kind of like an industrial estate, isn't it? Yeah. And to be fair, I thought we'd got the right right parking there. I thought we were far enough away from the ground that like we'd have no issues at all. And um, it took about a good hour and a half. Oh, yeah. I mean, the, the whole place was like gridlocked. I mean, sen- sensibly, yeah. I think that that might have been one of the worst parking sort of like experiences of getting out. But to, in order to get out quickly, you'd have had to probably walk about half an hour away. So, you, you know, it, you're stuck either way. But it, it was uh, easy enough parking, walk to the stadium. Uh, you know, your first impressions, it's a, it's a big and it's a nice stadium for this level, isn't it? It's brilliant, and obviously we did a bit of research from didn't we? Because we were like, do you know what? Why is this stadium compared to this predecessor so different? Mm. Obviously, they had a massive upgrade from their previous stadium, but it was the first one which you've been to. Is like you can see why Derby win the Prem. Oh yeah, Ar- arguably, because I still think Bolton Stadium is pretty nice. Like it's a it's a very recognisable stadium. It's probably in some instances could look nicer. I think some people could look nicer in our stadium, and some people would argue it. I, I'd I'd be I'd on that it. side of the argument. I'd say Derby Stadium is just a bit nicer purely because it's this lovely. It is actually like a stadium. It's this just it this like it, it's aesthetically pleasing because it's all a nice little circle. It just blends in so well. Like you could easily have like concerts there in the summer if you wanted to, and you'd be able to do whatever you wanted because it. It's got that effect, similar to like Bolton. There was very few stadiums this year that actually had a full uh, stands around them. There was always like these little gaps. Um, yeah, but I, I yeah, I'd, I'd say Derby Stadium just pips ours really. It's definitely, and you can see, and it's the one thing is when we look through the season, the dorm, look at next season as well, the stadiums we're going to, which ones are the Premier League? who have been to the Prem and been to Championship and those who perhaps haven't had that investment and the impact it does have. Mm. And, um, you know, we've not even gone to the stadium at this point, but <laughs> we'll, we'll crack on. We're at food. Now, there's two bits of food I want to talk about. There's the food we had and the food we didn't have. So, starting off, we, we decided <laughs> to eat outside the stadium and, you know, play it risky because... We, we didn't really know what would be on offer inside. And I believe I had a burger. Did I, did I, did you have a burger as well? I did on a half pounder. Half pounder, brave man. What? And chips. It was delicious. It, it was good. Actually, yeah. I'm going back to that man if we go again yeah. this season. I'm well, going back to that man. <laughs> well, this is the thing. It's like, what one thing that always confuses me about stadiums is when I see a burger van outside that close to the stadium, because we're, we're quite literally talking. Like there were a few scattered around, but this was ten foot away from the away entrance. It always makes me think like the food inside isn't going to be great, and that's why they've let the food vans come there. Because realistically, if your the food inside the stadium is that fantastic, you wouldn't need the burger vans, would you? Because effectively, it's taking business away from you. Yeah, I think there was it wasn't like one or two of these vans. There was 
dotted all the way around the stadium. And bear in mind, it's literally sat as if it's in some sort of main road junction, this stadium. Mm. So there's cars everywhere. It's not like it's on its own little estate. But um, I, I think it was like, like a red herring. You know, you've got the food outside. And obviously we go in. And it was um, quite a nice surprise, weren't it? Oh, yeah. I mean, when you walk into a stadium and you see that you can get a Cars Pasty Balm, you know you, you've made it big in Bolton. I mean, I must admit that was a lovely touch from them because they've obviously got them in especially. It's not, I, I doubt very much that Derby County are one of the main supplied teams from Cars. But, you know, it, it, they were... They smelt good, and the it would have been nice to not have had food because I definitely would have had one. Well, that's it, and I think the one thing I'm going to take from this derby as it's starting, how it may finish, it was probably one of the, if not the best away experience. Yeah, the, the, the best season. complete experience, I'd probably say. Yeah, I'd say I, in the terms of things I'm going to talk about now as well. Mm. I think it was the best experience. Yeah, and, and it, I think the real shame for myself, obviously not so much you, was being so ill because it was just that little bit harder to really take in the experience. But, you know, yeah. if you're saying I, was, I still felt rotten and still had a great time, it, it, it must mean something because we'll, we'll move on to the atmosphere. Now, I, it's a tough decision when you're talking about the best atmosphere from a home side because obviously it's so dependent on the game. And so dependent yeah. on the the attendance. Now, if I was correct, I think they filled it out their stadium. They did. They pretty much maybe like a, you know little seats here and there, but that was a full stadium. And and it wasn't like a half term. It was just a normal yeah, Saturday. It, it was just a normal game to them. And what really really shocked me and and made all the difference in terms of our aspect is we didn't actually get a stand. We got a corner. And I've never seen that before. I've never been in an away section where you're just kind of having a corner. And, and it's, it, I wouldn't say it's like off-putting or affects your, the atmosphere, but it certainly backs you into a corner because rather than having this this base of volume that's coming from one side of the stadium, the, the home fans can just easily drown you out. And that's kind of what happened at times, wasn't it? They could. But for me, it was a case of hang on. This is a fantastic atmosphere. It it sort of it rung around the whole stadium, the yeah. big dome circle. You felt immersed in it. Yeah, don't get me wrong. I know you made friends with someone on the in the home end that <laughs> didn't take a liking to you, and you had a really lovely time with him. But um, there was no hostility. Yeah, sometimes you'd look to you because obviously we had other fans to our right. And you'd think we've never sat that close to the home fans before. We're usually quite on our own, aren't yeah. we? Like in the middle. Um, but then didn't put us off. We enjoyed us. I enjoyed myself. I know you're a bit under the weather, <laughs> but and then we and we also scored, which meant we have one of those pathetic celebratory. Yeah, it's got, when you when you down, you get a goal back, and then you you celebrate. But what mind is we had then a chance immediately after kickoff to score again, and I, I really wish that would have gone in because that would have made such the difference to the atmosphere. From from Derby being oh, a lot, but I, I, th- this this experience from Derby is what I actually would class as the perfect uh, experience for an away you know away fan. You're right near the home fans. So you, you know through the game, you're not necessarily just watching the game. You, you're giving it to them. They're giving it back to you. It just felt perfect. I mean, like like you touched on, I did have a certain someone who was looking at me, and I was looking directly at him. 
and I was saying some obscenities to him. He he was obviously doing some gestures to me. But it, that that's what you want from the game because you're getting a full experience. Then you're not only getting the football on the pitch. You're getting you're getting the atmosphere that you want. You're getting the interaction that you want. It just helps bring everything together. Like I, I must admit, I do think us as away fans helped them be louder because at sometimes when you've just got nothing to bounce off, it can just leave you a bit flat because you know, dead, yeah. but they were brilliant and I must admit we were brilliant at trying to go back against it and you know they won the game so they came out on top. But like I say, if you had to look at it as a whole. It was probably my favourite of the season. I'd agree. It was. Oh, it's definitely. I can't. Apart from Wembley, obviously. Oh yeah. But even then, to some extent, you could argue that it was. It felt louder, but because it's been more enclosed, that's still. I think it felt louder um... because you had, because we were uh, again the way we were seated. We were seated right next to the way fans like Wembley. We'll talk about, but because obviously you get a whole side. It's different, isn't it? You know, you've not got fans yeah. either side of you. But the, the thing that Derby have done so well is by sitting you in this small section, it gives them an instant advantage because you're getting the, the volume from them pretty much from the whole stadium. Yeah, but I'd definitely say it's, it's if not the best, possibly the second best of the season, but I, I can't see which one would be to, yeah. in terms of atmosphere. And, and you know, one, one I will talk about one negative because... Otherwise, it just sounds like I've I've built this up as the best game ever. It's just a small one for me. There was no segregation when leaving. Um, you know, when you get out the stadium, mm. everyone had to go the same way, and it's you're just walking again into a mass of derby fans. And I mean, to be fair, there was no real trouble. I, you know, I think I, I can't remember if it was you and me who was wearing a Bolton shirt. I know you were probably wearing your Bolton scarf, but it, it didn't look like anyone was pointing us out. And you know, the, the only thing I'd say is maybe if the game was different, if we'd have won two one. You never know, but I just—I'm never a big fan of just an instant disperse from the away fans into the home fans because sometimes it doesn't matter. But you know, at some point, I mean, you got to remember they were kind of like the playoff rivals at that point, so it had a bit more of an edge. Yeah, I do sort of think this is our first season, especially doing away games. You know, there are times where you feel there is a bit of hostility. And you always feel like the away fans suddenly gets done for it. Like I know at Bolton, for example, where as an away supporter, you're very much shuttled from the stadium straight to the coaches and off you go because they don't want any any trouble, don't want any issues. Yeah. But with the ones we've been to so far, there seems to be quite a lax side to it. Yeah, and, and I kind of understand happen. in certain stadiums where maybe it wasn't really thought about like if you know when you look at like Accrington it was probably it, there was segregation there which you can kind of let off but with the older stadiums you know you do struggle a bit to to try and plan around that but you know there was no trouble so we can pretty much ignore that now talking about ticket cost again i was quite impressed 24 pounds so it, it seems to be a common theme and again what you've got to sort of say is if you're looking at Barnsley costing 23 pounds for the extra pound to get that better standard of a stadium and atmosphere, I think it's a fair trade. I definitely, I think I'd, and it's obviously we drove to it. It was a bit faster to get to personally because not the coach. It was worth the extra quid. Yeah, and no doubt, obviously, yeah, we'll do a James spoiler alert. We'll probably be going again. Um, the the <laughs> main question would be: Would you coach it this time, or would you drive? Um, something tells me. Because usually, for those who haven't listened to us before, we overtake the coach. 
Mm. It's not straight away, but when you get to the sort of like, it could be an hour into the journey, it could be half an hour in, you overtake it. And you think, right, we've, they've got off earlier, but we've clearly got off ourselves quite quickly. And I can just buzz off and whatever, and you're fast in the coach can legally. But it took that long to get up the stage. Well, that, that's why I asked, because not necessarily getting there was the hard part. It's getting out. I mean, obviously, there is that chance that choice you've got to make is if we park further away, uh, you, you know, you avoid that. But it, it's one of them, and it, we, you have to either sacrifice the time getting there or the ease of getting out. Well, because I know for, for us, for example, because obviously we haven't, haven't spoken about this on the, on the on the podcast, we do like to dabble in the world of uh, not top trumps. <laughs> top trumps. Top trumps. Yeah, we, we love a top <laughs> trumps. No, we, we do football we, cards. Like we, Stickers are just too not uh, too far because they're easier to damage and they're not as nice. But yeah, we, we open football packs. Um, it's, it's just a way of killing the time, but something nice for us. But... Yeah, it's hard to do that when you're driving. I mean, I can do it, but it's very much one-sided. Yeah, definitely. But I think when we get the coach, it changes it up and we go, do you know what, we could actually do this. So it gives it a bit more of a an enticing reason to do it. So possibly... Yeah, it's it's a nice little way of making up yeah, for the so short Yeah, so possibly, balls, I reckon, we uh, we coach it. I think, if my, my memory's brilliant, the game this year is on a weekend. Again, it's not like a midweek game. Um, but I think it's at the end of March, so it might actually be a bit nicer as well this time and not in the middle of flipping January. <laughs> oh, yeah, it was freezing. But, uh, yeah, so I, I, I'd agree. I'd go again. We will be going again. And we'll say Derby has been done for now. And finally, we're going to be talking about Charlton Athletic, uh, the final, final game of this episode. If you've stuck with us this long, thank you so much. Fair um, play to you. <laughs> it's, it's a bit hard. The, these were tough ones to think about because they just kind of all blended in, but we're trying our best. Now, there's one thing I'll never be able to forget about this game, and it was the time the coach left. It was about five o'clock <laughs> in the morning. And I we the Sky... Sky, we have to have a conversation, you know, about early kickoff times. Do not pick London on a Saturday at this time because five o'clock, because you've got to have a stop, because you've got to have a changeover. Oh my God, it's fucking trying to get drunk at five o'clock in the morning. And they took my beers off me, they took a crate off me. They did. The embarrassing thing is, right? We were, I picked you up from your house, what was it, half ah, three in the morning, three in the morning. Oh, God, it was early, yeah. We just, we were just laughing, saying, what on earth are we doing following it to sort of half 12 kickoff? Bear in mind, right, the season coming up, we've now got Reading, Stevenage, Northampton, and Leighton Orient to now throw into the mix. Oh, God. I ain't doing, I ain't doing an half 12 game if they want to change it. <laughs> Yeah, well, I'm hoping. Um, like, I, I could get Charlton and Bolton because it's two former Premier League teams, you know, not long ago. I think about 20 years ago, you could find that fixture in the Premier League. So I kind of understand that. But, let you know, hopefully, uh, Stephen is Leighton Orient or uh, Northampton won't make the cut. Um, but, yeah, started off that early, freezing cold in January, of course. Uh, it just was a weird start to the day. I mean, that you know, and as what I thought was weird as well is the drop-off location how far you actually are from the stadium. Because obviously, you've got to remember, it's it's London area, isn't it? So anywhere you want to park close by, 
I, I think it's pretty much impossible because when we got to the stadium, there were quite a few roads that were shut off, weren't there? Yeah, I think we actually got dropped off outside the supermarket and we had to walk through the middle of Charlton to get to the stadium. You sort of think, do you know what? If this was a club which you had a bit of beef with, you'd be a little bit worried and think, hang on, like, why are we walking just left to your own device? Yeah. It's not like we all walked together with a sort of a police uh, presence, which we were promised we'd have. Um, it was just good luck, off you go. <laughs> and it was a bit like, eh, okay, so I walked through London by ourselves wearing our full. full Shirts. Yeah, good for you. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I think the only saving grace was how early we got there because I think it was a couple hours before, so you know there wasn't really was anyone weird. about. But yeah, I mean, the first impressions of the stadium—it looks a tad odd. Like it looks a nice stadium, but it—I it, don't know. I just can't really put my finger on it. It wasn't as nice as like Derby or Barnsley. It just just kind of looked a bit meh. <laughs> That's the best way I can describe it. Yeah. It- it obviously, it's got its Premier League pedig- mm. pedigree, so you can see it. But again, there's gaps. I don't, I don't want to say it's a bad thing having a gap in the stadium, but it... the only, the uh... only thing gaps are good for is on ladies. I get it, James. That's fine. <laughs> um, <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about then the food, which oh, I let me tell you a story. So we, you know, we get there first of all. The suppliers of the food. The first set of stalls oh, is broken, God. so you can't get food there, which is like, well, okay. And then you have to go on another couple-minute walk around the other side of the away stand uh, to which you just have, like, two or three people who are serving. And uh, they weren't exactly clocking on very quickly, is that, oh, everyone's going to come here, because they were moving at a snail's pace. Uh, so, you know, eventually uh, we get to the queue, and, and I spot award-winning pies and sausage rolls. Now, immediately, I'm thinking, oh, well, I could do with award-winning pie here. So, I think... However, however, always spot award-winning pies and sausage rolls. That that was generally all they had, which I'm not being a a horrible person here, but you need a bit fucking moments and pies and sausage rolls for a (laughs) half Well, that's why they were award-winning, because they were now tells to judge against... I want me an award-winning hot dog. Where's that? <laughs> winning not. If there's an award-winning hot dog in the in England at a football ground, we'll find it for you. Um, and you know, I think what made them award-winning was the little logo they had on top because they just managed to put this like paper on with the badge. That that was the most award-winning thing about it because it was just bland. It was I got a steak pie, and it wasn't a steak pie. It was a steak and veg pie, where the oh, veg was yeah. the only thing I could taste. The the, the pastry was just. As you'd expect, it was just dry, and I, I could honestly not tell you what was award-winning about the pie. I'm not, I'm no Greg Wallace, but uh, my sausage roll was delicious until it just became too much. It was just <laughs> well, there, there you go. Much, we found out. Always go for the sausage roll over the pie if you want award-winning food. We were there going vegetables and a pie. I, I've never That's been to London in my life, I mean, you could probably guess why because I'm a large man. I like my, my food. I don't want it full of veg. It was. Like, I don't, don't get me wrong, I wouldn't have probably got it if it said steak and veg pie. That's probably why they've done it. But no, I, I was I was furious. And the cost, was it like, it was, to be fair, it was reasonable for London prices in the, yeah. in the East End of London. It, it was more controlled, I think, you know, because it would have been easier for them to go, okay, we're a London club, so you're going to get charged London prices for food. But it was very much more downgraded to just the stadium prices. Yeah, and it was it was nice to see, but 
I can see why it was a bit cheap because it was shit. That's, that is generally right. I'm not being rude. I'm not being mean to Charlton. I can guarantee they'll have a bit more than we are offered because obviously we're only away supporters. But it just felt a bit like we've been up since half three this morning. Got to stop at a service station and a McDonald's breakfast. And I might as well just have the same stuff in the evening because it was just didn't do it. Didn't do it for me. So. Yeah, we'll get on then to the atmosphere just so we can try and build up a bit more positive vibes about Charlton. Because at the moment, I don't think anyone would go there from what we said. Um, well, yeah, the, the atmosphere, it was a very good day. Um, obviously, from our aspect, it was very good. I we, we were, again, you know, doing well. But I thought the home fans, you know, had their, their moments as well. I think, again, you suffered from that issue. The home fans across from us were the main vocal ones. And sort of like to our left and right, you couldn't really get too much. But overall, I'd say the atmosphere, they, they, they held their own against us, considering how the game went. Definitely. I, to be fair, I don't really have any fond memories of the atmosphere, which usually at a stadium, you remember little bits where maybe perhaps we were under pressure because there were parts where we were. Mm. Um, but I just don't remember that much. And for it being a, a Sky Sports game, I thought there perhaps might have been a, a few more people there as well. Yeah, it is lunchtime because it, it comes also... at that risk, doesn't it? Like it, it, as soon as it's on telly, early kickoff. You, if you're making the decision sat at home, I can either watch this either at the pub or at home at, at half twelve, or I can get up at like half past three to go get the the coach from from Bolton. It, it's an easy yeah. choice for some, isn't it? Well, that's it. I know when we've looked at other teams that perhaps travel quite well, so obviously Ipswich and Sheffield Wednesday always travel quite well, mm. they sold it out, whereas, you know, we didn't, but vice versa. We don't tend to do that well in London in terms of fans, because it is literally four hours away. Yeah, and like I say, you can only expect so much, but uh, I'd say overall it was decent enough, and... Um, what made, did make me laugh a bit was on the way leaving on the coach. He did have splutterings of uh, Charlton young supporters giving it to the coaches. You know, there was oh, yeah. there was the Bolton coach, then the crazy coach, and you know, you're just thinking, well, I mean, what? It, to me, it, it's really silly because you, they know for a fact the coaches aren't going to pull up and let us off to do anything. So it, it's very much like childish behaviour. Like, oh, look at what I'm doing. Like trying to impress girls. Like I'm giving it to them and. Or you can hear from coaches, just lads calling the birds slags. So <laughs> that was a fun little way to end the day. It's always a good sign when the coach driver is saying to you, please stop antagonising them. You don't <laughs> need to be a few lads. He's even got his little microphone out saying, please don't antagonise them. And all you hear is back of the coach going, you fucking slag. Look at the side. Of- yeah, I'm not going to go into that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. But so <laughs> that, that was our end to that lovely experience. Now, the cost of the ticket, £23, which for, for London... I think it's it's pretty fair. You can't really reasonable. moan at that. No, I think it's pretty reasonable. I think you know if if we are able to go to some London clubs this season, I'll be looking at who's spending this much money and why. Because I know for a fact that <coughs> Reading are um, obviously going to try and charge us more. Mm-hmm. They literally admitted it in their own statement. So it'll be interesting to see what um, what other clubs are like in London if it's worth the price. Yeah, and just a. Uh... Quick one from you. Do you reckon we are going it? Well, <laughs> do you reckon you'd go again? Are we going again? I think we're going to go. I think it's a Saturday, but it's the end of, end of November. So it's going to be a bit chillier, I me thinks. And again, from my I think my memory's fantastic. We've got Wickham away midweek. 
So it's two lovely trips to London in one week. Which which is what what more could you ask for? I mean, if no, it's our exactly. term, you know, that it's not too bad. But trying to do that on a nine to five, that's going to be be a tough one. But yeah, I think I'd go again. The one thing I will be keeping an eye out though is uh, if it's an early kickoff again because that that might sway the decision. Um, you know, yeah. trying to do a coach at that time. I mean, there is the possibility of driving, but the, the biggest problem you have in London is where do you park? It's, if it's, cause the big one is with a coach, we were quite fortunate, we could say, this season in terms of the victories that we had or the games we had, where the coach journeys weren't all that unbearable. And we won, what we would say, prefer, spoiler, we won 2 1. We didn't watch the game. We had a brilliant free kick scored and. I can't remember. Was it a penalty? I can't remember. No, it was a mistake was it... that led to uh, Dale Charles open net tapping. That was it. And so it was sort of felt they equalised, and we we they didn't, the first half Dale Charles hit the bar. And it was like you can't screw up this far away from home. But we uh, we brought it back and we won. So it's it's quite a nice feeling to have if we go next season. Yeah, and and, and hopefully it meets sort of the same. Um, but I, all I remember now to do is have the sausage roll over the uh, the pie. But yes. yes, Charlton Athletic will be coming for you again this season. And that is the final club of the episode. So, you know, a, quite a, a mixed bag um, of, of teams. And now comes a really fun part because I'm now going to force you to rank these four teams. I won't, you know, I'll tell you what, I'll make you rank all the ones we've done so far. So, oh, <laughs> yes, you Fucking weren't expecting Christ. this. I've, you know what, I've no. got a pen and paper out. So, if I remember correctly, I think you said you preferred Shrewsbury first, was it? It was Shrewsbury. Then Cambridge. Yeah. Then Forest Green, then Ackie. Then Forest Green, then Accrington. Now, I obviously was a bit different because I... Um, I obviously Don't said... start a, a war with Accrington. No, but I am starting a, a war... Without I, I said Forest Green last purely because of the day. Um, so, if we look at now, I, I, what I've said as well is I'm not going to add Accrington, uh, not Accrington, Portsmouth, because it was only me who went, so it wouldn't really be fair because obviously my experience was a bit biased. How um, thoughtful of you. I'm sure the viewers will, or the, <laughs> listen, the viewers, the listeners will appreciate that. So, let's just chuck new teams in there. Uh, let's start, first of all, with Lincoln. So, if you had to put Lincoln, where would you put them? At the top. At the Lincoln moment. top? At the moment, we're, we're comparing... Oh, no, don't, don't do it at the moment, because otherwise it's going to become confusing. So, let, you know, oh. are, let's say you're adding all four teams at once. Because otherwise, I'm going to have to... It's not like I've got an automated thing where I could just move them about. This is pen and paper, James. Lincoln are going to go above Shrewsbury. Lincoln above Shrewsbury. So, Lincoln provisional first, are we saying? So, we're going to go with Lincoln... Provisional first. Okay. Then we got Barnsley. Now, it's bittersweet, as we know, with Barnsley. Mm. In terms of the game in the league, they'd go above Lincoln. Right. Yeah, that, that makes sense, I think. Below. Fair enough. Um, so, they're yeah. now provisional first. <laughs> so, what's quite funny is at the moment, you've got the, the first team reviewed going top, then the second team going top. Do I dare say Derby go top again? Um, Derby second. Derby second. Because of the result. Oh, that is that is a controversial pick, James. I I, I don't no, think... I don't like that. <laughs> that is so. 
So you're saying Barnsley as as a day was better than Derby purely because of the result? It was the atmosphere was fantastic for us because we were absolutely dominant in that game. Whereas at Derby, we did sort of peter out because we went two 0 down. It was like, oh, I can't be bothered with this. Yeah, but what what my point is is when you look at the experience of the day, where like as as a whole, it's much more fun and much more exciting to have reactions than like don't get me wrong Barnsley was amazing for us because we won 3-0 but when the home fans are just you know out of the game and giving you nothing it was just boring whereas with um the derby game because obviously it was an, an intriguing game and the way we're positioned it was it was more interactive so you you can put derby second if you want oh, I know but... you swung me now I'll put, I swung, yeah. I'll, I'll put derby first then derby first Barnsley second Lincoln third. Charlton going to go fourth. Charlton fourth, yeah. Uh, let me just kind of rewrite this now. So, first place uh, after being fought for so much by myself is Derby County. And I must say that's going to be a hard one to top, realistically. Um, second place, you've then got Barnsley. Um, again, there's a bit of a theme here, really, to the results, but it's what you'd expect. Third place then goes to uh, Lincoln. Which Lincoln versus Charlton? I I probably agree with you. Lincoln was just a bit better, so that's fair enough. Uh, and then fourth place Charlton, and then the other standings exist as they were. Shrewsbury now dropped to fifth. Cambridge United dropped to sixth. Forest Green dropped to seventh. For you, uh, eight for me, and Accrington are eight for you and seventh for me. So. We've seen quite a clean sweep of the larger stadiums taking over now, haven't we? Yeah, I think if we look at those top four, we look at Lincoln and, and Charlton, one being a Friday night, one being a Saturday morning. It makes sense that the Friday night might be slightly bit better because you had the whole day to sort of prepare for it. But those top two, Charlton and Bar- Charlton, Barnsley and Derby, I can't, I, there's one or two in my head which will beat it, which will get in those top two. Yeah, and all right, say top three. <laughs> and this is the place where we'll figure out, obviously, who will beat them. So we'll, we'll call it there. We've gone through the teams quite well, I think. But what's uh, going to be very exciting are the next set of teams coming up. So we're going to do a few, uh, four more teams again. So teams coming up next: Peterborough, which was a, a great day, and I'm look, really looking forward to talk about Wickham, mm. which wasn't a great day, and I'm not really looking forward to talking about <laughs> um, Sheffield Wednesday which kind of like met nicely in the middle. And finally, Exeter, which was a special day for, for us too. We, we took our love of football to a new level and I can't wait to talk about that. We did. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, as always, um, thank you for listening so much. It, and if you do enjoy what you're listening to, you know, let us know. Leave comment. Leave a comment on the email. It will be provided as always. Give us a good rating. That always helps. And if you do have any suggestions, anything you want to bring up, please do, because as soon as I get a few emails in, I can start adding them, have a, have a talk about them. And going forward, we might even look at talking to some of the supporters of those clubs and, and just see what they thought. But um, for now, I can't do that because my email is bone dry. <laughs> so uh, thank it's you for listening. It's going well. <laughs> yeah, so, shut up. And thank you for listening. Have a great day. <laughs>